Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune into King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This haunting account, Story Club members, might make you stay out of one of Miami's most jet set of lodgings. It's called the Biltmore Hotel. During spring break, my parents took me and my ghoul and ghost-seeking friends, Autumn Nash, Willow Yates, and Lance Jackson down to the Panhandle State to enjoy some much-needed fun and sun. It was Lance's first time to go on one of my family vacations, so he didn't know what he was in for. But little did we know, we'd be making some waves, paranormally speaking, when we all took up residence in the gorgeous Biltmore Hotel. This ghostly account goes out to one of our listeners, Kelsey, who wanted to hear a haunted hotel story. Located in the city of Coral Gables, the luxury hotel was built in 1926 by the Biltmore Hotel chain. When it was completed, it was the tallest building in Florida, with its medieval tower standing at 315 feet, 96 meters, high. It held the record until the Dade County Courthouse was built two years later. The hotel would later serve as a hospital during World War II and then the campus of the University of Miami Medical School until 1968. It was abandoned for many years until it became a national landmark in 1986 and opened for business as a hotel again a year later. The luxurious hotel hosted a plethora of famous Hollywood actors like Judy Garland from The Wizard of Oz and Bing Crosby from White Christmas. Various European royalty like the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, wealthy families like the Rockefellers and Vanderbilts, and American presidents like Franklin D. Roosevelt stayed there too. It even attracted famous mobsters like Al Capone and Thomas Fatty Walsh, who was killed on March 7, 1929, during a gambling dispute on the 14th floor. The ghost of Fatty Walsh has been reported stalking down hallways and elevators, making lights blink on and off, which has made the Biltmore Hotel one of the most haunted in the state of Florida. My parents, knowing how into ghosts my friends and I are, reserved a room for us next door to theirs on the 14th floor. Yeah, even Willow, who isn't exactly known for her courage in the face of spooks and specters, went along with the plan. When we weren't at the beach, we were hanging out on the grounds of the hotel and luxuriating by the pool, sipping all kinds of icy drinks and soaking up the southeastern sunshine. During the night hours, waiting for most of the other guests, including my folks, to be asleep in their rooms, we would prowl the hallways. Autumn was reaching out with her psychic abilities while Lance used some thermal imaging equipment to see if he could pick up any telltale signs of ghostly activity like cold spots. We didn't find anything until the third night. 
All of us were tired after a particularly long day in the sun and were about to head up to our room. Since we hadn't had any luck tracking down the ghost of the late mobster, Walsh, we decided to search for maybe 10 minutes longer, then call it quits. A few minutes later, when we finally headed back up to hit the sack, we reached the 14th floor and Autumn and I stepped off the elevator, losing Willow and Lance in the process. You see, the lights in the car started flashing and then the doors abruptly closed, trapping Willow and Lance inside. Autumn told me at once that there was a strong presence like she'd never felt before, and then it vanished. The lighted readout indicated that the elevator was dropping at a rocket-fast ascent, stopping at the basement level. Autumn and I tried another elevator to go down and help our friends, but it was moving too slowly. We raced down the stairs. By the time we'd gotten down to the basement, Willow, who was pretty shaken up, and Lance, who was as pale as fresh milk, had had their encounter with the large ghost of Fatty Walsh. The 220-pound former bodyguard had told them that he was angry about being dead and that his murderer had never been brought to justice. The ghost had a poker chip in his materialized hand. To the ghost, time was only an instant. He didn't realize that nearly a hundred years had passed since his death. He was about to say the name of the fellow gangster who killed him when he suddenly vanished. As you might expect, Willow wanted to leave the place that night, but I convinced her to stay and not tell my parents. And I said we'd all stay up together all night so she'd feel safe. The next morning, she wasn't sure that anything had actually happened because she was so exhausted. It had all been so surreal that she thought that maybe she was just imagining things from being out in the Florida sun and staying up all night. That was until she found a Biltmore Hotel poker chip with the year 1929 on it outside our hotel room. She screamed when she found it in her purse and wanted to throw it away. I told her no, and that I'd be happy to keep the ghostly memorabilia for my collection at home. And so I didn't get to experience the ghost of Thomas Fatty Walsh, but Willow and Lance certainly did. Lance had tried to pass it off like he wasn't scared, but I could tell he was still a little shaken up by the eerie experience. So the next time you're down in the Miami area, you might want to check out the Biltmore Hotel in Coral Gables. You might, just might, experience some flashing lights and a faulty working elevator that'll take you down to the basement floor. And maybe, just maybe, mobster Thomas Fatty Walsh may reveal the name of his killer. And you might get a collectible poker chip to boot. <laughs> Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, 
and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.